Hello and welcome to a brand new season of Walk to Wellbeing, the wellness podcast from Health and Wellbeing magazine, sponsored by Sketches. I'm Holly, editor of Health and Wellbeing, and each episode you and I get to join someone as they go for a walk, eavesdropping on them as they talk about their own wellness journey. Each of our guests will answer the same questions, but the conversation, like their walk, might meander a bit as they go. After we leave them, I'll be joined by Laura and Danny from the magazine team to pick out things from that walk that we want to action right away in our lives. Think about your answers to each question as you listen to, and if you'd like to record your own walk to wellbeing, you absolutely can. We would love to hear your answers, so head over to healthwellbeing.com to download the questions today. Right now, though, we have a very special New Year episode. We're about to join Mark Wright, TV presenter and owner of Live Right, a two-in-one online coaching app, for his live episode at Block Shoreditch in London. Thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you. Um, thank you for having me. No problem. Now, regular listeners will know that the usual format of this podcast takes the form of a solo walk, but we're changing things up today because we are at Block Shoreditch, which is a workout studio in London, um, about to do a workout as part of your ambassadorship with Vital Protein. So tell us about that. How's that all going? It's going amazing. I, you know, I've, since I was probably 18, 19, I've always been into my protein powders and stuff because I, I feel like it's so vital for recovery and to be working with a brand like Vital Proteins where I'm getting collagen at the same time as protein, um, it's important for so many other areas other than just what protein itself gives. So um, no, I love the stuff. It's what's the best thing about it is the, um, the brand, you know, certain, certain parts of the brand have no taste. You can mix it in coffee, you can mix it in food, smoothies, whatever you want, it won't change the taste. And that's why I love it the most, because I always have protein powder and it's only a certain amount of times you can have it if it tastes a certain flavor. So yeah, it's just, there's just so many reasons I love being part of Vital Protein, so it's perfect. That is brilliant. Yeah, I was just about to say, this partnership makes total sense because it's no secret that you're into your health and fitness. Yeah, I mean, in lockdown, I, um, I've always been into my health and fitness. Uh, it's, obviously, I used to play professional football, and then when I retired, I had to keep myself fit. During lockdown, I found a real kind of slump in that mentally. I was just like not training the first two or three weeks. I felt really kind of unmotivated. I didn't know why. So I did this live workout on Instagram, um, knowing that if I book that in and people are going to be there, that they all, you know, I have to do it. So I did it one day, then it caught on, did it the next day, and suddenly <clears throat> there was thousands uh, joining me live every day. So it just became a thing. And then we started it as a brand, and now it's called Live Right, and it's a training app um, where you can get all workouts where you can do at work, at home, wherever. We update it every couple of months with lots of new workouts and plans. And I always say it's a bit like completing an app or completing a, uh, a, a game on a console. Because like we do, like say, a four-week fat burn, <clears throat> and you'll start on the Monday, you have to complete Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you complete that plan, and you get to the next one, which might be a shredding six. So it'll be six weeks, and it will get uh, more and more intense. But yeah, I mean, fitness has always been such a big part of my life. So to be really in that world now professionally is brilliant with my own company and also working with vital proteins you know and encouraging people to have this product because it's just it's so good and i believe in it so much so yeah i mean to be doing to be shouting about something that i'm really passionate about and something that's massively part of my life is a perfect place where i want to be and you completed the london marathon early on this year right yeah how did that go 
it was um, it was amazing. I, I, I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I did. Yeah. I think I said on an Instagram post actually at the end of that at the end of the uh, run, which may sound a bit silly, but I just you know it was just three hours and forty one minutes of pure joy, like every single face that I saw from the fans on the streets clapping everybody along to the people actually running, just smiles upon smiles. There was no, you know, with all the bad going on in the world at the moment as well, there was just no negativity. If someone was struggling, everyone would help them. If someone was doing well, everybody would clap them. It was just, honestly, it was just an amazing day. I loved it, every bit of it. And um, if, if anyone is thinking, about doing a marathon, whether it be the London Marathon or any other one, please do not hesitate. If it's in your, because I was, I've always said I don't care. I'm, you know, I've got no interest in doing one. Yeah. This, you know, this campaign came about that I was involved in, and I said, oh, you know what? It is something that I'd always said I'd like to say I've done. So I'm one of them people that like to just not say no and just conquer everything that I can, whether it be a skydive or whatever. So I knew I, wanted, I had to do one in my life, but I wasn't really looking forward to it. However, <laughs> it was just um, so fun. I loved it. Brilliant. Well, we're slowing down the pace slightly as we're going to be chatting all things walking. So I'm just going to be asking you a few questions that every guest on the podcast answers. So starting with what gets, gets you out on a walk? Um, is there a particular time that you like to go or someone who you like to go with? Probably my missus reminded me that we need to uh, take the dogs for a walk. <laughs> That's probably what gets me out for a walk. Uh, we live, we've moved into like, the countryside where... There's not really shops or anything close by to walk to, mm -hmm. so you wouldn't really walk to just grab something. Uh, but we've also been in the country, so that means we've got amazing like footpaths for the dog walks. So yeah, Brilliant. a dog walk. Brilliant. And what's your dream walk? Is there like a place that you've uh, really wanted to go or heard about? Good question. Or even it could be one from the past. Um, I've done quite a few. You know, I've never actually thought about, do I like walks? But I must do, because wherever I go travel, I always take on a famous walk. So if that be in LA, I'll do Runyon Canyon. It's a bit of a hike walk. Or when I was in Sydney the other week, I did the um, Bondi to Coogee mm. walk. Um, I love walking around London. That's probably my favorite thing to do. Mm. You know, when I'm working in London and I've got meetings, I love walking in between the meetings or in between the shoots, whatever I'm doing that day. So yeah, I'd probably say overall London on a summer's day is my favorite place to walk. That's nice. It's perfect, isn't it, to just get your steps up? Mm. So let's talk about stress. When you are stressed, how do you combat your triggers? I think it's, um, I think it's accepting that you've been in that place before and you're going to come out the other side. I think that's what it is. And I think it takes a lot of years and experience to know that because, I mean, even still now sometimes, if I get really stressed about something or something's bothering me, I'll forget to say... Don't worry, like you, this happened to you three weeks ago, you're gonna be all right in about an hour's time when you mm. realize it's not a big deal. But you still think it's the worst deal ever and nothing can get you out of that, that stressed mood. But, you know, we all, we all get stressed, whether it be something, that, something happened, what happened? Uh, it was about two weeks ago and I had this call. It was just a stressful call, like mm. one that I just didn't need to receive. Right. It was like a legal thing. And um, wasn't something that would bother me enough to ruin my whole day, but it did. And anything after that was just pissing me off and stressing me out. And my mate was with me. He was like, it's because that one thing has triggered you off. It's just ruined your day. Mm. Even though I had sorted it, I sorted it right out. But it was just, from then on, I was just stressed. And I think it's just recognising what stressed you out and realising that, you know, it's all going to be all right. It's fine. It's just that little thing. You're over it now. And just accept the feeling and then you'll be out of it within no time. 
Well, the glass of wine will be that way, it helps. <laughs> yeah, it does. Perspective is really important, isn't it? I think that kind of thing. Yeah. So when was the last time you challenged yourself to learn something new or different? Probably, I mean, obviously I've done a marathon, but I've always run before. Maybe, maybe surfing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where did you try I that? I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Hard. I like hard work, but that is so hard. Is it? Like, what it is, it's not the fact it is hard to get up and surf. But it's, mm. That's not the worst bit. The worst bit is once you've done that, swimming back out. Okay. So to catch a wave, you've got to swim like, I don't know, sometimes 50 metres just to get to the, where the break is. Um, and then you get up and you, you're up for two seconds because obviously once you're good, I can imagine it being amazing, mm. but it takes a long time to get good and you've got to have patience in that and I haven't got any patience, so <laughs> probably surfing. I didn't like it. Surfing. I really like that. We haven't had that before. So who's really nailing their well-being in your life? So that could be a friend or a family member mm. or someone even who you follow on Instagram. Mark Wahlberg, <clears throat> because I, at 36, 30, fucking hell, I'm making myself older, <laughs> 35, excuse my language. At 35, I know that working out first thing in the morning mm is the best thing for my mental state. Like, I know it is. Because yeah. when I've done it in the past, it's eight in the morning when I'm finished, I'm in the best mood ever. My work's better, the way I feel is better, the way I love is better, everything about me is better. Mm. But I still don't do it. I still wake up, have a coffee, delay it, wait, wait. Mm. Suddenly, oh, guess what, it's too late. You know what, I'll go later instead. All day it will piss me off yeah. until I go later. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg, <clears throat> no matter what time he's working, he gets up and does it. Yeah. And that's why he's always so positive and why he's so successful. I really believe it's a lot of his, you know, a lot of the reason why he's so successful because he, get, he trains at 2 a.m. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's got a crazy schedule, Yeah, right? if yeah. he starts at 5, that means he trains at 3. Yeah. Because if I start at 5, then that means I'm missing training that day. Right. But, so he inspires me. I don't know how he does it. But I, everyone, you know, for me, it's just that phobia of waking up well early with your alarm. It's just, I hate it. I just it's, have to yeah. roll back over. I always snooze it. Yeah, no, you're so um, you're not alone. I think as well with the winter, dark night, yeah. um, early mornings and things. Yeah, exactly. It's a challenge. Um, amazing. And so, what's one recent little win you are happy with? Oh, and mine is I just went on holiday to Dubai with the missus, and I always say when I go on holiday, if it's with Michelle and it's like one of our relaxing holidays, I'll always plan to not go gym. Okay. Eat what I want. And, you know, I don't love that because sometimes when I have been gym on holiday, it makes me feel great for the day. But there's something about going on holiday because I do it all year round. Yeah. So going on holiday and not training and eating what I want and literally switching off and dealing with the circumstances when I get back. Mm. So probably only gaining a pound and a half from doing that on this recent holiday. <laughs> it's more, oh, I love Because I thought it was going to be about three, four pounds. That's what it normally is. I'm like ice cream. I'm a big eater. I'm a fat boy waiting to break out. Like, I can eat <laughs> and eat and eat. Ice creams, pina coladas. Even when I don't fancy one, I'll just get one just because I'm on holiday. So I normally put on about three, four pounds, but I only did one and a half this time, so it made me feel better. That's brilliant. Well, balance is everything, right? So. Yeah. Okay, and what's the biggest life lesson you've learned in the last year? Probably that thing I was talking about, accepting why I'm stressed mm. and just dealing with it and just, you know, just riding it out mm. and knowing that it's going to be all right. It took till this age, just what I said before, to kind of know that that's my way out of that stress moment. So probably that, to be honest. Brilliant. And a little bit of a sensitive one, but when was the last time you cried? Could be tears mm. of joy or happiness or sadness. Uh, I recently filmed a show with my dad and my brother. Um, it's called A Right Old Adventure. It's from BBC One, it's coming out in the new year. And it was kind of an emotional show with me, me my dad and my brother going on a journey and making up for lost time. And 
so it was on that on that uh, on that trip. I can't say at what point, but there was a moment when my dad sort of opened up and it made me and my brother get choked. So I'd probably say that. Gosh, well that sounds really great. I'm looking mm. forward to <laughs> watching that. And what's the best advice you can give someone about happiness? I don't think we're ever satisfied. I saw Andrew Garfield say this the other day in an interview, and I thought it was brilliant. And it was because I think I feel like everybody feels like. Why am I, they get stressed with, why are they not satisfied? Mm -hmm. So for an example, me, right? I've got more than I ever could have wanted as a kid. I never knew this crazy life that I fell into was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I've got an amazing life, an amazing wife, an amazing family, but you still want more, mm -hmm. which is fine. But what's always stressed me out about that is the fact that I want more. Because I'm like, why do I want more? This is bad, I shouldn't want more, this is fine, I've got a great life. And then it stresses me out that I feel like that. And Andrew Garfield said, um, we're never satisfied, and that's what wakes us up every day, knowing that there's something more to chase. It was on those terms. Mm. So I think the key to happiness is accepting that you're never going to be satisfied, but just trying to enjoy what you've got as much as you can. But don't beat yourself up that you haven't got what that person's got, or you haven't got what you thought you'd have, because even if you had that, you still wouldn't be satisfied. I promise you. And even if you had the bit above that, you still, and even if you were Jennifer Aniston, you still wouldn't be satisfied. Mm -hmm. It's a fact, you know, um, and you, it's just accepting that and knowing that life's short. That saying of like, life's too short, is such a cliche, one of the biggest ones in the world, right? But I've really started to feel like that lately and just don't worry what people say, just enjoy life. Yeah. It's too short. Absolutely, I love that. It's the whole like compare and despair thing, isn't it? Like you could always, get down a real big rabbit hole with that. But. Oh yeah, it's rife at the moment, isn't it? What yeah. with Instagram and TikTok and... Yes. But then also, you've got the flip side to that and the people that have got the lives that people are trying to compare to be, they get punished for that now. Mm. You know, like, oh, why are you showing off that life in the way the world is at the moment? It's like you can't win either way. Mm. Um, and I'm just at that point where I just think, fuck it, you know, I'm over a third of the way through my life if I make it till I'm 90. Yeah. What's to worry about everyone else? Just do what you got to do. Be happy and enjoy life because it's not going to be here forever. Exactly. Brilliant. Well, we are on to our last section, uh, the real kind of like quick fire. So complete the following sentences. Being healthy is? The answer to happiness. An answer to happiness. I'm most me when? When I'm at home on the sofa with the missus and the dogs, takeaway and a film. That's really nice. The last one we normally ask, um, what was the best thing about your walk today? The best thing about my walk today was I turned up here early mm -hmm. and where I walked to was Nando's. <laughs> That's the best thing about my walk. Amazing. No matter where your day takes you, our sponsor has a great selection of footwear and apparel to meet all your needs. So before we hear from the team, let's take a moment to hear from Skechers. Here's musician and TV radio host Mylene Class for Skechers Archfit Footwear. My day-to-day -day is jam-packed, including being a full-time mum. And if you're busy like me, you can't be slowed down by uncomfortable footwear with no support. So I get all the comfort and arch support I need with Skechers Archfit Footwear. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to create footwear with podiatrist-certified arch support for 24-7 comfort. Because if I don't get a day off, neither should my Skechers. Find Skechers Archfit Footwear for men and women everywhere.
Hi, welcome back to Walk to Wellbeing. I'm your host, Holly. Plus, I'm joined by Laura and Danny from the Health and Wellbeing team. Danny, thank you so much for hosting our first ever live episode. What did you love about Mark's answers? I really loved chatting to Mark. He was warm and friendly and made me feel really comfortable, which was nice for our first live episode. I think even though he favours a high intensity workout, I think he appreciated the slower pace of how we do things over at Walk to Wellbeing. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mark seems like he learns from those difficult situations he finds himself in. And one point that really resonated with me was when he gets stressed, that rational thinking comes to the forefront. And he's like, you've been through this before. And even though it feels tricky now, you can overcome this. So that's what I'll be taking away. You know, just giving your just giving yourself the space to acknowledge that this is a stressful situation, but it has arisen before and you've got the tools to deal with it. You might just need to give yourself a second to not react straight away. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was really sound advice and just, you know, reminding yourself that you've been through difficult things before and that or that sort of low mood or that feeling soon passes or maybe not soon, but, you know, it will pass (laughs) at some point and, you know, then you'll feel better again. And I also really understood what Mark meant when he said about Mark Wahlberg, how he was really inspired by him like getting up at the crack of dawn to work out and Mark himself was like oh yeah and, and I know mm, that I feel yeah. so good when I work out first thing in the morning and the rest of my day is going to be better because of it and I'll feel so much better but <laughs> I just don't <laughs> always do it yeah. <laughs> like just hit snooze on the alarm and I was like yes that's me <laughs> it's like yeah and you're like why why do you do it to yourself and you know yeah. just annoy yourself all day thinking oh I'll go I'll do my workout soon but yeah best just to get it done um, straight away first thing in the morning but also I felt kind of uh, comforted by the fact that you know even even Mark who's someone that I look at Mm -hmm. and think he's super fit and loves training and is so into health and well-being but um yeah, even he has his days where he struggles with motivation, so it's quite good to know. I picked up the the same point that Daniela did, actually, that Mark's point on dealing with stress and accepting that that's the way that you felt before, and you're probably going to come out the other side, and I really like the way he phrased that, because I think maybe you don't always give yourself credit for mm-hmm. that when you're in the moment, especially when you are feeling super stressed, you know? Yeah. And also just maybe it's just a reminder that you have dealt with stress and maybe you've dealt with even bigger stresses than the one that you're dealing with right now and that you probably have a really good toolkit to deal with it. But yeah, so I I just really like the way that he Mm -hmm. phrased that. So I think for me, just maybe being a bit more aware and conscious of I'm just feeling stressed right now. So I think it is really easy to get like enveloped in that emotion. Mm. But also, again, like you were saying, Laura, that also remembering that that will pass as well Mm. so yeah so I think I think we're all kind of Mm. singing off the same hymn sheet with our takeaways from what Mark was talking about yeah definitely like one thing that's brought me a lot of comfort recently is hearing someone say you know everything is just a moment in time like even Mm. if that is happiness or sadness um you know emotions are fleeting they will come and go and it's like you say Holly it Really, it just depends on the day. Like, it depends yeah. on how much sleep you've had. Or oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you've eaten breakfast. <laughs> if you've eaten breakfast. Yeah. Like how you've come, how you've shown up at work today, all these different factors. And yeah. like you say, when you're in this situation, it's so hard to see outside of that situation and what's going on. And yeah. I think when I was speaking to Mark, I said that it, perspective really helps, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. And I think when you were just speaking then, I was just thinking... We're expected to have everlasting happiness, but when it comes to the negative emotions like stress, it's like, how do we get rid of it really quickly? Mm. 
I also liked what he said about kind of recognising why he was feeling a certain way. So like he had that phone call that stressed him out and then he kind of felt a bit in a weird mood for the rest of the day. But then his friend reminded him like, oh, you're only feeling like that because you had that call earlier on, Mm. you know, and it's like actually sometimes just taking a step back and thinking, oh, why am I feeling like this? Is it something that's happened? Or like you say, is it you had a bad night's sleep or Mm -hmm. wait, I don't know, hormones or anything like that? So it's kind of, I think it's about being a bit kinder to yourself as well, isn't it? And yeah, for sure. If you if you know why you're feeling something, then you can go, oh well, it's okay. Oh, like that will pass. I'll I'll feel better about that tomorrow. Mm. You know. Yeah, or even in like ten minutes' time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. You can feel a whole load of different emotions just in one day. Laura, you mentioned there about being kind to yourself. I think like Mark was talking about, he said social media can be a real trigger point for some people mm-hmm. and. It is that element of we're comparing ourselves a lot, aren't we? Yeah, and I think, as we say every week, don't we, that wellness isn't a one-size-fits-all. So like we do each episode, we like to dig into some common myths. So in particular, just off the back of that, Danny, we would like to talk about comparison today. Yeah, so as I was researching a statistic for this, I realised that it probably comes as no surprise that the younger generation perhaps a little bit more susceptible to being triggered by things they see online. As a new study by SurveyGoo has revealed that 69% of young people say that social media has had a negative effect on their mood, making them feel stressed, anxious and depressed. And that's a bit of a sad statistic, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's quite high, isn't it? Yeah, really high. But I actually, I can completely understand like the negative side to Instagram and TikTok, even though I'm so, I'm so obsessed with them and um, (laughs) probably a little bit addicted but my my feed was actually flooded with those you know the 2022 roundups um, I love them <laughs> <laughs> I know do you know I did Laura I did love them too and it kind of forced me to have a little bit of a reflection of my year and I felt as though I had some really incredible moments from my 2022 yeah but I still left feeling a little bit dejected I don't know if you guys felt the same uh, I do know what you mean actually and I think I'm approaching 40 so I feel like an older person and um I don't maybe read as much into them as some of the younger people in this poll might have done. Mm. But um, like what Mark was saying about being happy and being content with what you've got yeah. and looking mm-hmm. at what you have, like you're always going to want more, like no matter who you are mm. or what you've got or, you know, how much of a good body you've got or how beautiful you are, whatever it is, you know, how much money you've got. There's always that comparison that you think someone else is has got more or is doing life better than you in general you know I think we're just as humans we're hardwired to kind of look at what other people are doing and compare ourselves but and social media just provides the biggest tool for that in the world doesn't it so (laughs) yeah it's like a big window to look into isn't it (laughs) that well that's it isn't it you know years ago it would have just been your neighbors but Mm. now it's you know on a worldwide platform yeah and I agree like it's so easy to compare yourself to others and like Mark said we're never truly satisfied even like you said Laura even if we've achieved the life or the goal that we've always wanted and yeah I can totally relate to that when I became a parent last year I was completely thrown. I think I've told you many times and I was meeting so many new people and entering Mm. a new life stage, um, which was shaky in itself. But especially when it came to 
material wealth, which mm. is very unlike me. So it was quite a surprising, intrusive thought pattern that had come in. What size house we had, for example. Um, and I couldn't see all the great things that I did have, including mm. a new baby, which is kind of sad. It's hard, isn't it? When you're in that thought process, it's hard to get out of it because you're sort of like mm, completely you get uh, it's almost like a downward spiral isn't it yeah you do yeah you do yeah and it, it does become like all consuming but I would say um recently I've started a gratitude journal and I think for me that is the antidote to comparison and it makes me appreciate the abundance of great things that I do have um every day um even if it's just really little things oh, I love that I've done the same Holly have you I latch it onto my morning routine and I do it before I start work so when we have the Christmas break I didn't do it for a really long time and I do feel like it makes such a difference Mm -hmm. I actually (laughs) finally feel like I know what people mean when they say grounded after you've journaled a little bit and got it out it's it's incredible the effect that it's had yeah it's so nice and I do it the opposite to you I do it when it's the end of the day and it's a really easy like ritual that I've got going on yeah. but uh, one of my favorite prompts in there um, says like what made you smile today and I find that's the easiest one to start with because I think there's just such an easy one to do- to identify yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and then I think it just starts you off on like oh okay like something made me smile today mm. and then I think well you know you're already rich because I know that sounds really cheesy, <laughs> <laughs> but you've all, you've already you haven't had as bad a day that you might think you'd have because something has made you smile. Yeah, and that's in the forefront of your mind then. Yeah, definitely. I can relate to what Mark was saying that even if you're Jennifer Aniston, you still might not be satisfied. I'm not sure I agree with that, but <laughs> <laughs> but even though we can often fall into the comparison trap, social media and looking at others can also be super inspiring. So we wanted to share which celebrities we think are nailing their well. Actually, when I was listening to Mark's answers, when he said about Mark Wahlberg, you know, getting up really early, like I've obviously got a thing about this, getting up early, I need to start joining the 5am club or something. But um, it made me think of um, Jennifer Lopez and how after she had her twins, I remember there were reports of her like getting up at 4am and working out for like two hours before going to work for the day and stuff. And I was just like, wow. And I think she did... um, a triathlon or something like that quite soon after she'd given birth to twins mm. and yeah I, th- I just think she's really inspiring like and now as a woman in her 50s like she looks incredible but mm. she still looks like her she still looks natural and just glowing with health so yeah she's definitely someone that inspires me how about you, Holly? For me, Laurie, you'll like this one, I think. Um, I really enjoy following yoga girl Rachel Bratton. Oh, yes, I'm a fan <laughs> as well. <laughs> and my husband laughs at me because I keep telling him that I want to follow her life and move to Sweden and <laughs> me too. Live, live in a log cabin and <laughs> do yoga on uh, on 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 the lake and um I mean uh, yeah go I cold water swimming yeah, I mean whether I would actually do these things I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but it just looks idyllic um just looks at all like balanced um healthy life it doesn't mm. look like it doesn't look particularly like hardcore yeah like, like a lot of effort yeah, goes that's in. It. Mm. it just looks like a really nice um wholesome life and yeah. i also really enjoy the balance that Bryony gordon brings to her social media you know when 
she goes posts that she's gone out for a run she often says I've done this so you don't have to um which I really like I'm like oh great okay <laughs> <Bryony stands laughs> Thanks, for us. <laughs> or um I really liked um something she did uh, over the new year as well where she went for an open sea swim and um she also then just caveat she, she's really good at caveating her posts I think where she'll say that not all of her new years have looked that wholesome so I think she's very mindful of it not being braggy so Mm. I think I really Mm. like that element to it so I think she's really nailing her well-being but I think she's also being really responsible with her messaging as well what about you Danny? yeah when you were saying balance I think one person sprung to mind for me and that was Fern Cotton I just love her I love her feed I think she just encapsulates real you know for Mm. Instagram so one moment she's in a really lovely outfit and she'll post a picture of her in the mirror and then the next day she's like you know her hair's a mess and <laughs> she's got like an old like an old baggy top on and there's like food down it or something yeah. and she's like you know I didn't wake up like this kind of in terms of this is how I look today I don't definitely don't like look like how I did last night yeah mm-hmm. so yeah she's she's really cool I think she just keeps it real maybe that's the answer then like as we were saying earlier to follow people that make you feel good and uplifted and inspired rather than you know, like that stat that uh, Danny mentioned earlier of, of it of social media making you feel anxious and down on yourself and everything. Yeah, it's like following the right people, then, isn't it really? Oh, a hundred percent. And actually, on that note, this chat today has made me feel really good. So, a huge thanks from me to you, Danny and Laura, and of course to our brilliantly honest guest, Mark Wright. Most important of all, though, thanks so much to you for listening. If this is the first time you've joined us, there are plenty more episodes you can subscribe and download. But if you've been with us from the beginning, thank you so much for coming with us and our fabulous guests on their walks to wellbeing. And so until next time, from me and the whole of the health and wellbeing team, stay well and see you soon. Before you unlace your trainers, we've got an exclusive health and wellbeing magazine subscription deal for you, our lovely Walk to Wellbeing listeners. Head to giftstoyou.com forward slash apod2, that's A-P-O-D and the number two, to get three issues for just $9.99, saving you over 25% and delivered straight through your front door too. The link is in the description of this episode to make redeeming this fantastic offer simple and easy. Remember to share your walk with us on social media using the hashtag walk to wellbeing and you can even download exactly the same list of questions you heard our guest chat through earlier in the episode. You could record your very own walk to wellbeing episode and we'd absolutely love to hear it. For all the details head to this episode's description and we hope you enjoyed strolling with us today. <laughs>